Hi, welcome to Advocacy for Inclusion's Staying Connected podcast series. Last year, we presented a series on supported decision-making. That was about building the important skills we need to support other people when they're making decisions. 2019 feels like a million years ago now. Since then, we've had bushfires everywhere, then the relief of rain. Now, we together face the challenge of COVID-19 or the coronavirus. In our Staying Connected podcast, we will find our way through these challenging times together. Royal Commissions have an important role in our community. The people who run Royal Commissions, Royal Commissioners, are given their job by the government, but they're not under the government's control. They are independent. They can talk to whoever they need to talk to and ask whatever questions they need to ask to get to the truth. Royal Commissioners usually have the job of getting to the bottom of problems that particular groups of people have gone through in particular situations. They listen to people's stories, collect information about what has gone wrong and why it has gone wrong. And then the Royal Commissioners put together a list of advice or recommendations that they give to the government. The recommendations talk about what has gone wrong and what changes can be made to make things better for the future. A new Royal Commission, the Disability Royal Commission, started in April 2019. Advocacy for inclusion has been given the job of helping people who have a story they want to tell to the Royal Commission. My colleague, Rosalind Emmerich, is an advocate with the important job of helping those people tell their story. And Rosalind has come along today to talk about her work. So welcome, Rosalind. Oh, thanks, Rob. Thank you for having me. No worries at all. So we're talking about um, the Disability Royal Commission. Um, and as I said in the introduction, Royal Commissions usually have the job of investigating problems um, and working out what's going wrong in particular situations and how things can be improved for the future. Mm. So when it comes to the Disability Royal Commission, um, what things are they interested in hearing about? What do they want to know about? Yeah, so the Disability Royal Commission is looking at four main areas where things are going wrong in society for people with disability. They're looking at finding out if people with disability are experiencing violence, abuse, neglect or exploitation. So what that means is, so violence, this is where someone is hurting you physically. Abuse is if someone is treating you badly. Neglect is if someone isn't helping you in the way that they are supposed to. Or exploitation is if someone is taking advantage of you. So it's it's really just that that overall sense of of being treated badly, not being respected, um, mm. 
So when it comes to the Royal Commission, are they only looking at abuse in particular settings or particular situations? Are they, are they mainly looking at things that can go wrong in group homes or in disability day services? Or are they interested in any situations where a person with a disability might have that kind of experience of abuse or exploitation or neglect? Mm. Yeah, that's a really good question, Rob. So the Royal Commission is interested in hearing about people's experiences in any situation that they have been mistreated, abused, neglected or exploited. So it could have happened recently or it could have happened a long time ago. Really, there's, there's no limit to time or place. So they're interested in hearing about everyone's right. experience. Right. So how could a person tell if what they've gone through personally, um, maybe in the past or maybe currently, how can they tell if their experience is the kind of thing that the Royal Commission wants to hear about? Mm. So the Royal Commission, they want to hear from anybody with disability who has been mistreated in any of the ways that I just spoke about. So some people might think that their issue isn't big enough to tell the Royal Commission. So one way someone could think about this is how they felt when something happened to them. If they didn't like what happened and they told the Royal Commission about it, then it might not happen again to other people with disability, which would be a really good thing. So kind of following on from that, how important is it that people tell the Royal Commission their stories, that mm. they open up about, you know, what they've gone through? Mm. Yeah, so if people want to tell their story to the Royal Commission, it's really important that they're given every opportunity to do that. So the more stories the Royal Commission has about examples of violence or abuse, neglect or exploitation and where these things might happen, the more chance we have of stopping it happening to other people. So hopefully this will make our community safer and fairer for all people with disability. We're talking about really difficult, hard experiences, you know, when we're talking about exploitation and, and violence, general abuse. Mm -hmm. um, it isn't easy talking about those sorts of bad experiences um, that have happened in the past and maybe even more so if they're happening currently. Some people don't, um, don't talk about those bad things because they want to forget what's happened. They want to put it in the past. Mm. What would you say to someone who maybe they're on the fence, they're not sure whether or not they want to tell their story to the Royal Commission? Somebody rang you up and, and said, I'm not, not sure. What are you going to say to them? Mm. Yeah, you're right, Rob. It can be really, really hard to talk about bad things from the past. And coming forward to speak to someone about it is a really big step. So I would say to someone thinking about telling their story, it might be a good idea to talk to someone they trust about it. So that trusted person could be a family member or a friend, or it could be someone you don't know who's in a trusted position, like a counsellor or someone like me, an advocate talking to someone might help people to decide whether or not they want to tell their story. 
So talking to a trusted person, it's, it's a good starting, starting place. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about this idea of people telling their story uh, to the Royal Commission. Um, but what does that actually look like? How do people go about telling their story? Um, what are the steps that are involved for somebody who maybe they've got the idea, I might want to talk to the Royal Commission. What are they actually going to have to do? Do they have to, do they have to stand up in public in front of a lot of people and tell their story? Um, that might be a really difficult thing for some people. Mm, mm, that's right. So people can share their story with the Royal Commission in any way that they feel comfortable with. So some of the ways they can do this is by telephone or writing it down and emailing it through to them or recording themselves in a video or filling out a form through the Royal Commission's website. People can tell their story in their own language. Some people might prefer to tell their story in public or telling it to a commission commissioner in private. So there's lots of different ways that people can engage with the Royal Commission. Oh, that's terrific because what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another. So that's good. It's Mm. great. There's that flexibility there. So, Rosalind, in terms of of your particular role, um, what are the ways that you help people who are thinking about or want to tell their story to the Royal Commission? Mm. So some people may prefer to tell their story by themselves and to do that all by themselves or others might like some help by someone like me, an advocate. The help I can give is free. I don't work for the government, so that means I'm independent. And I can help people to tell their story in the way they want to. So when someone comes to me, I will listen to them when they tell me their story and then we work out together how they would like how they would like to share their story. So some people might even change their mind and decide not to go ahead with t- telling their story to the Royal Commission even after we have started to write it down. And that's okay because everybody needs to feel comfortable with their choices at all times. I won't make decisions for people or tell them what to do. That's, that's terrific. That There's always that freedom there. They can ring you up and, and have a chat and um, they're not signing themselves up to having to do a thing. Mm. You've got that flexibility. That's, yeah. that's probably really important for a lot of people. So when people take that really brave step of telling their story, um, when we're talking about matters of abuse, um, being treated badly, um, just telling the story can sometimes bring up a lot of feelings, feelings of sadness or anger, the sorts of feelings the person might have gone through when they're actually having that bad experience. What kind of help is there for people who maybe they talk to you, they talk to the Royal Commission, but then they find themselves going through those difficult feelings again? Mm. Yeah, you're right, Rob. It takes a lot of courage for people to tell their story. And if people have these feelings of sadness or anger, that's okay. There are people to help. So counsellors can support people to talk about their feelings in a safe space. And they can help work out a problem or an issue. Here in the ACT, 
there's an organisation called Relationships Australia that does this sort of work and uh, we can put um, people in touch with them to, to work out those issues. That's tremendous work. We'll, um, with this podcast, we'll, we'll probably have some contact details, of course, for ourselves. We'll, the number to ring, for people to ring to talk to you, but also um, Relationships Australia as well. So yeah. um, we'll, we'll make sure that people have got that information. That's part of what we're about. Um, now, this is a, especially thinking of Canberra, which is a pretty small place. Um, some people might be worried that if they speak up about a bad experience they've had, might be a bad experience they've had with a particular support worker, or it might be a truckload of bad experiences they've gone through with a particular disability organisation. Um, they might be worried that might lead to more bad experiences, especially if they're still um, using that disability organisation or still running into that support worker. Are people given any protection when they tell their story to the Royal Commission? Mm. So there isn't that sort of negative um, kickback, I guess. Mm, yeah. Yeah, Rob, everyone's safety is really, really important. And if someone is worried about this sort of thing, they can get free legal advice about the protections the Royal Commission can offer. So I can help with putting people in touch with the Your Story Disability Legal Support Team. This is run through Legal Aid, so I can help um, connect people with that service so they know how they're going to be protected when they tell their story. Great, great. I'm sure that's, that's very reassuring mm. for people to hear about. Um, so right now we're in a kind of a... A bit of an unusual situation um, as a community and all around the world um, with the coronavirus or COVID-19. Um, everybody's life's complicated and most of us are stuck at home. We're doing interviews um, from our home. Um, what's the story with the Royal Commission? Are, are they still up and running? What, what are they doing right now? Mm. So at the moment, the Royal Commission has decided to take a break from all the public and private hearings, but people are still able to tell their story to the Royal Commission in other ways, by phone or email, video or through the website. Tremendous. So the, um, the coronavirus doesn't stop people telling their stories. That's, no, that's not at all. Thing. The stories need to be heard. Mm. So, so if someone wants to tell their story to the Royal Commission, is there anything they can do right now to get the ball rolling? What are, how do they start things happening? They've, they've, they've got to the point where they've said, look, I've gone through some really bad stuff and I think the Royal Commission wants to know about it. Um, what do they need to do next and uh, what can you do to help them? Yeah, so they can call us here at Advocacy for Inclusion and talk to me or send us an email and I can call them back. Um, obviously, because of COVID-19, I can't meet people face-to-face, -face, but we can talk over the phone or over the internet and we can talk about their situation and what sort of things they would like help with and then we can take it from there. Tremendous. Um, 
Rosalind, it's been lovely to be able to have this conversation with you. And I think most importantly, it's, it's, it's really good that people out there who maybe have a story to tell, they've heard your voice. Um, and I can certainly guarantee you're a, a really friendly and supportive person to have a chat with. Um, so I look, I would encourage people to give us a call at Advocacy for Inclusion if, um, if you want to want to just explore talking to the Royal Commission. Rosalind, mm. thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much, Robert. It's been a pleasure. No worries. See you. Bye. I was speaking to Rosalind Emmerich, our individual advocate for the Royal Commission. To contact Advocacy for Inclusion, you can call us on 02-6257-4005. That's 02-6257-4005. Or you can email us for any inquiries about our services on info at advocacyforinclusion.org. That's info at advocacyforinclusion.org. The Disability Royal Commission website is disability.royalcommission.gov.au. Relationships Australia, who provide counselling for people who are telling their story to the Royal Commission, can be contacted on 1300. 364 277. That's 1-300-364-277. And Your Story Disability Legal Support can be contacted on 1-800-77-1800. That's 1-800-77-1800. We will give this information also uh, where we have the link to this podcast uh, if you haven't been able to write it down um, listening now. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. I hope you join us for further podcasts in the future.